And you're listening to Culture Shift. I'm Amanda LeClaire. This past weekend would have been the 81st birthday of Motown legend James Jamerson. Listen as Culture Shift correspondent Ryan Patrick Cooper digs into the life and legacy of Jamerson with People's Records owner Brad Hales. He performed not only on 70 number one R&B singles, but 30 number one pop hits. Um, that's more than the Beatles. And we're talking about tracks like For Once in My Life by Stevie Wonder, My Girl by The Temptations, Dancing in the Street by Martha and the Vandellas, songs that have really become the soundtracks for our lives. And one song that's very pertinent that he performed on today is What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. He had a huge impact not only on that song, but on that entire record. And Brad Hales here from People's Records. Tell us a little bit about um, James' role on that track. Well, I mean, uh, Jamerson's role in general is that he shifted the focus in pop music a lot more to the bass. The bass is not really a lead instrument. It's just kind of, you know, previously was something that followed the chord patterns or followed what the other instruments were doing. But he really had more of a walking, uh, deeply thoughtful style where he moves about freely like a lead instrument. And so if you listen to what's going on, listen to where he chooses to get busy and where he chooses to leave space, you know, he's not playing it in a traditional way. And when they, uh, when it was time to record this, Marvin felt really urgent about it. He had to find Jamerson uh, legendarily, like he was drinking in a bar somewhere and they, they picked him up and brought him into the studio late at night and quite drunk. And he played the song as a first take um, laying down on his back. He had never heard the song before, and the first take was the one that we all know and love. You would never know that by listening to the song today. So let's go ahead and listen to it. This is What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. Mother, mother, there's too many of you cry. Brother, brother, there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find a way to bring some loving here today. Father, father, we don't need to escalate. You see, war is not the end. For only love can conquer hate You know we've got to find a way To bring some love and get here today Picket lights and picket signs Don't punish me with brutality Talk to me so you can see Right on. 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 Right on.
So that was What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. When you look at the legacy of James Jamerson, he performed on about 95% of Motown songs in the early uh, to mid and into the late 60s. But he also worked with artists that were outside of the Motown roster, like John Lee Hooker, um, who was a massive influence to blues. And when John Lee Hooker was in Detroit doing an extended engagement at the Apex Bar in the North End neighborhood of Detroit, he ended up writing a song called Boom Boom. And Jamerson ended up performing on that track because John Lee Hooker had reached out and said, I need the best of the best to perform with me on this. And Brad, tell us a little bit about uh, James playing on that song by John Lee Hooker. Well, it's this was pretty early on in his career. And on this one, there are no acrobatics. He's doing just what's required, which anything too busy would clutter it up. You know, he's kind of like playing a more traditional bass role, but that's the wisdom, um, you know, that made the song a classic. Um, I mean, Hooker was a minimalist, basically, so you don't want to be, you know, uh, John Patitucci or Flea or something like that. Like, it was... He knew when to stay in the pocket and play something simple and just hold it together and make it sound just right. But that song became a touchstone of modern, you know, electric blues. That's an evergreen and a classic. So it's just it's cool because I hadn't really realized that he played on that. He also played with people as diverse as Bob Dylan, Herb Alpert, Pavarotti, Tina Marie. So he he was famously quoted as saying that he could play rock to Bach. Definitely had a diverse career. That's a great quote. And let's go ahead and listen to Boom Boom by John Lee Hooker, a song that was written about him performing at the Apex Bar in the North End neighborhood of Detroit and features James Jamerson on the bass. Boom, 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 boom. I'm going to shoot you right down. Right off of your feet. Take you home with me. Put you in my house. See you walk up and down the floor. But when you're talking to me, that baby talk. I just like it like that. But when you talk like that, you knocks me out. Ran on from my feet. How, 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 how.
walk that walk and talk that talk and whisper in my ear and tell me that you love me. That was Boom Boom by John Lee Hooker. And this third song in our mini retrospective of James Jamerson, the legendary Motown bass player, is Ain't No Mountain High Enough by Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. This is a song that I think everyone on the globe can relate to a little bit and has heard. And for me, when you look at James Jamerson's career, this was a song that was such a massive pop hit but he snuck so much technicality into his playing on this song. And Brad, tell us a little bit about just how he was able to do that, to essentially duet with the singer, but still be in the pocket with the bass section and the drummer at the same time. Knowing, knowing when to hold back, looking at things like counterpoint and leaving space, um, you know, combined together with clusters of notes. I mean, at the time, things were emerging like modal jazz and John Coltrane, where he's playing these huge clusters of notes around a chord, and Jamerson's doing the same thing on the bass. You know, I mean, incredibly complicated things, but also technically what he did was unusual by playing the Fender electric bass, plucking each plucking with just one finger. You could pluck with two or three or four to get faster, but listen... Uh, to how much dexterity he has just with using one finger, which was famously known as the hook.
That was Ain't No Mountain High Enough by Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell with James Jamerson on the bass. We're looking back on Jamerson's influence and life, the legendary Motown bass player. Um, now, he wasn't around for a long time. He passed away at the age of 47 in 1983 after a battle with alcoholism. And he's actually um, um, buried at Woodlawn Cemetery here in Detroit. What do you think his legacy will be, Brad? We He's been inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, along with the rest of the Funk Brothers that he performed with. And uh, there's been a documentary done about him. But as we go further in time, do you think there will be more of a recognition of his influence in music overall? Yeah, it'll it'll never go away. He will be one of those people that's always talked about for completely having changed the face of music in the last century, you know, for his contribution to bringing bass, bass to the front and, uh, you know, for the complexity of what he could do and making it sound natural. I think he'll always be someone that bass players look to and learn from, especially in this day when you can just go on the internet, you can easily hear isolated tracks on uh, on YouTube, hear the bass, you know, the actual recordings that he played. And you'll hear the songs in a whole new way when you realize that this, you know, intricate foundation's going on underneath there. That was Brad Hales, owner of People's Records in Detroit and longtime soul music DJ in the city. Spoke with writer Ryan Patrick Cooper about the legacy of Motown legend James Jamerson. This is Culture Shift.